Hey y'all, welcome back to the Tribe Podcast. I am so excited that y'all are here today. We are going to talk about the light versus the darkness. So let's jump into it. The first time that we hear about light in scripture is when God was creating the world. In the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis, it says that God said, let there be light. And God saw that the light was good and he separated the light from the darkness. And I remember the very first time that I heard that it resonated with me. In my mind, it was a way really early on for God to show his great love for us. He wanted us to have the light. So he graciously gave it. And how amazing that we get to wake up and watch the sunrise every single morning. Okay, so I was thinking we can't talk about the light without talking about the darkness. In fact, to recognize that Jesus is the light, we have to address the darkness. In the world today, darkness can be a whole list of things from anxiety and fear and loss to heartache and rejection and depression and loneliness. It's isolation. Honestly, it's the enemy's tactic to separate us and to make us feel alone. I've talked about it before, but mental health is such a serious topic and one that's really important in our house. For those of you that missed the episode in season one where I sat down with my friend Rachel and we talked about anxiety and her journey, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. Send it to a friend and be encouraged by her story because there's a lot of power in it. My husband and I believe in being a part of the solution when it comes to mental health. And I think when we're talking about darkness, mental health is really high there on the list. We are literally in the field of working with clients and friends in the community to overcome the battle of addiction. And I feel like there is someone listening that needs to hear this today. Sometimes we need medicine and doctors and counselors. Y'all, God created all of those things so that we would have the opportunity to heal and to take the steps to feel better and to prioritize our mental health. There is absolutely no shame in taking medicine or talking to a counselor. And I'm so sorry if no one has ever told you that before. For anyone who's been a loyal listener of my podcast, you know that I am pro-counseling. My Christian counselor, Barb, has played a monumental role in helping me to heal from past trauma and betrayals and life choices. She has really refocused my attention on Jesus and the light and essentially living a life that glorifies God. For those of you that are in counseling, you'll get this. It's funny because in general, the idea of having a counselor is that they would serve you for a season. So maybe you book some time with a counselor and you're there for a month or a few months, or maybe you even commit to going once a month for a year. But the idea is that it would serve you in a season. Well, I've told Barb many times that there is no getting rid of me. I am a lifer in her office. And let me tell you why I feel this way. There is just something so comforting about having a trusted advisor that knows your entire story. Y'all, like the beginning from the time you can remember forming memories until where you are currently, everything that you've walked through, and then there's no judgment. 
because what happens in this type of environment is that these trusted council members, they help you when you stumble or when you fall back into your old unhealthy patterns of thinking. Barb is always there to speak the hard truths and to point me back to Jesus. And it's a gift that I will never be able to repay her for. And it's something that I do not take for granted. In John 12, verse 46, it says, I have come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in the darkness. Jesus said this. The gift of life is just that. It's a gift. It's a blessing. And it's a reminder that God's mercies are new every single morning. I am in a season of life where I have to just let what happened yesterday stay there. And I let tomorrow worry about itself. I'm really trying to embrace and live in the today mindset and that it's a new day with new blessings and new opportunities. And God has done a major healing work in my life as I've adopted this mindset. You know, when I look back on the seasons where I felt like darkness surrounded me like a huge cloud, Jesus was still shining. It was just a matter of shifting my perspective and trusting the creator Y'all, there is not a season of our lives. There is no diagnosis or death or mourning or heartache where God is going to just decide that he's had enough and walk away from us because that's just not how God works. While he is a big, big God, he's also a God of minute details. He longs to make things good and It's just that sometimes our version of good and his version of good don't always look the same, but he never leaves us or forsakes us. John 12 verses 35 through 36 says, then Jesus told them, you are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. The man who walks in the dark does not know where he is going. Put your trust in the light while you have it so that you may become sons of the light. And then when he finished speaking, Jesus left and he hid himself from them or himself from them. This verse, I read this and in my mind, it's a call to action because for a lot of us, this is the next step. It's to start living in the light. And once we do that and we embrace it, then we can let that light shine for others living in the darkness. Some of you are listening and you're in a season of darkness right now. And maybe if we're honest, you've been there for a while. Have you ever heard that Jesus is the light? Because it's true. He is the way. He is the truth. And the light is how we get out of the pit. It's how we walk out of the valley with a sense of peace and a way of making sense of life. It's an opportunity to shift our focus and our perspective and to start living in the light of the sacrifice that Jesus made on our behalf. Y'all, this is a gift and it's something that we cannot take for granted. I read something once that said the only way out of the pit is to make the choice to stop digging deeper and to turn to God for a solution. I am so heavily exposed to scripture and the things that I'm reading and the things that I'm watching and the classes that I started taking online, and I have no idea where this came from, but it's so true. If we want to get out of the pit of darkness, we have to fix our eyes upward 
on the light on Jesus. Micah 7 verse 8 says, Rejoice not over me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. Let's make heaven crowded. I'm praying for y'all and I'll see you next week.